Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 135. Well, I hope everyone had a great week, and I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day, whether you're celebrating with friends, family, whoever. Uh, hopefully everyone enjoys uh, maybe like a good meal or just a night in watching some Netflix or something. Uh, that's I know that's what my wife and I will be doing. We'll just be making a home-cooked meal and watching some Netflix. That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we're going to be doing. Uh, there's a lot of cool events that are happening down at Walt Disneyland, at Walt Disney World as well as Disneyland, so maybe you guys are going to check out Disney Springs and go out or do whatever. So, uh, yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys themselves this weekend. Um, sorry, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather today. My uh, my voice is a little hoarse. I got a little bit of a cold. I got some sniffles. Um, so I apologize if you hear any uh, sniffling or coughing. I'll try not to cough at all uh, if, I, if I can prevent that. But yeah, so I just want to apologize in advance if you hear a little bit of sniffles on the show. Uh, so on today's episode, we don't, we honestly, we don't have a lot to talk about, but there were some big news items that dropped this past week uh, and that some uh, that people are up in arms about mostly because ticket prices have increased for both uh, day tickets and annual pass holders. Uh, for the Disney parks, both in Walt Disney World and Disneyland. So not a great week with Disney news because uh, I know we never really like seeing the ticket prices increase for, for the parks. Uh, so we have that today. And then Disney released some information of what they're going to be doing for the uh, um, 25th anniversary of the Disney Conservation Fund for, on Earth Day, as well as the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. So Instead of a day-long celebration, there's going to be a multi-day celebration happening over at Animal Kingdom. So uh, we're going to go over that. And then just a couple other news items that are happening over at Disneyland. So, uh, so yeah, we're just going to jump into it now and kind of begin with the, uh, the, t- the ticket price increases now. This is such a... Uh, uh, I always hate reporting the news on this because this is never fun. But like I said... Both Walt Disney World and Disneyland have uh, increased their ticket pricing. So first, I'm going to start 
uh, with Walt Disney World. So as, as we know, Disney introduced, uh, I believe it was either late 2018 or maybe early 2019, they introduced the date-based ticket pricing. With uh, So that's an interactive calendar that displays the different prices depending on what time of year uh, you go. So uh, it'll be cheaper in the off seasons and around the holidays and stuff. It'll probably be a bit more expensive in the summer as well. Um, so the, the starting one day ticket price uh, still remains at $109. Uh, but the most you'll spend on a one day ticket will be up to $159. So that's uh, a little bit pricier than it was in the past. Um, so a 10-day ticket now ranges anywhere between $52 per day to $67 per day. Um, so uh, the the park hopper, which is, uh, is it has kind of increased uh, as well. Uh, so the park hopper option now increases from the ticket uh, between anywhere between $65 and $85, uh, depending on the ticket length. So for a one day ticket, if you buy the park hopper, it's $65 for a two to three day ticket. It is a $75, um, park hopper, uh, ticket. It's for $75. And then for four to 10 day tickets, it's $85. Uh, for that. So those are the three different park hopper options. Um, now, if you want to do the Park Hopper Plus options, uh, it is $20 more than the Park Hopper on its own. So they added a bunch of things to the Park Hopper Plus option. So uh, this will give you access to the water par parks, the Wild Wilder Sports, uh, Disney Oaks Trail Golf Course, uh, Foot Golf, the NBA Experience, and the two mini golf courses that they have over, uh, over there as well. Um, so for the Park Hopper Plus, it, for one-day tickets, it is $85. Uh, for two to three-day tickets, it is $95. For four to 10-day tickets, it is $105. So um, the, those Park Hopper Plus options are probably really only good if you want to do like a four to 10-day stay. Like, I, don't, I feel like I don't know anyone that ever gets that. That's just like a lot of things that I don't need. But I mean, if you're... Some people, hey, if you're there for a long time, it might be a good option. Um, but yeah, the park hopper option has uh, increased a bit over there. So, um, so let's see where are we going here now. So yeah, the 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 prices um, have increased a lot. So like the, uh, the with the annual passes, they they've increased a good amount. So for I'm not gonna go through all of them, but there's a lot here. So like the Disney Platinum. Plus pass is uh, $1,295, uh, $1, where last year it was $1,219. So that's increased uh, quite a bit. Uh, and then the um, Florida passes have increased as well. So you, I'll, I'll, I'll put a link in the description so you, can, you guys can kind of see the entire breakdown of what they had. Um, so the good thing is for like the the platinum plus pass and the platinum pass for florida residents they have remained the same at 8.99 and 9.99 uh respectively so uh there was no change there for florida residents so that's a good thing so it's really only for if you're a non-florida resident where the pass those like really exclusive passes have um have increased um 
Uh, and then there's the Disney Premier Passport, uh, which offers unlimited access to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland uh, Resort as well. Uh, that is all the way up to $2,199. So uh, that is pretty expensive as well. So those are some of the increases uh, for the Walt Disney World uh, price tickets. Uh, so yeah, still expensive. Um, yeah, I, it's so tough to talk about the, the price increase because I know that like I'll still go and pay for it, but sometimes you really have to think about, okay, is this right for me and my family doing this? And uh, it's, I think Disney really is just trying to, it, it's good that the lower end of the ticket prices have remained the same, but the higher end tickets have increased a little bit, meaning that during the slower times of the year, it's not as expensive and the prices remain the same because Disney's really trying to get more people to go during those times to kind of offset the crowds. But hey, you can't change when people have vacation for like spring break or for summer with their kids. And it's always tough to pull them out of the parks. Um, but yeah, we're, this is this happened like June of last year or mid last year. I know that the ticket prices increased in June for... Um, Oh yeah, so no, yeah, it was back in yeah June of 2019. I have it in here in my notes. Yeah, back in 2019 is when the tickets and price increased last. So that's less than a year ago, which is kind of crazy. But as long as you are still seeing a value um, in going to Walt Disney World, I think you'll still pay the price, unfortunately. But I actually know a lot. Of, I've talked to a lot of people, and they said that they've actually they're not renewing their annual pass this year. Uh, it's just getting too expensive and i think because they're they're using their annual pass or they're trying to go as more often so i think they're people are trying to limit the amount of times they they go to walt disney world so um i've never had an annual pass i've never gone i've only gotten tickets offhand and um i've i've never had a real issue of, of buying tickets the past couple times i got like good deals uh, on them meaning like the Disney has always had like a, a good uh, ticket package that has gone out. I, I didn't do that for this last trip, but the past couple trips beforehand, I was I was able to do that. Um, so, yeah. So those are the Walt Disney World ticket uh, price increases. So now we're gonna move over to the Disneyland uh, ticket price increase, uh, and it's it's changed a little bit over there. So there's a little bit more news, and a lot of people are kind of they're really mad about about uh this so all right so let's begin so so last year there was uh, a, a a huge uh increase within the tickets last year um which was actually the largest in the park's 64 year history uh one day tickets actually went up 10 percent, and some of the annual passes went up 23 percent uh, so that is that is last year. That's that's what we're talking about. Not for this year. So they went up a lot. Um, and, and again, I think that was due to the opening of Galaxy's Edge. But so once again, there are more ticket prices uh, increases, especially uh, this is probably because of the new Marvel Avengers campus coming this summer. Um, but one of the big changes is that one day tickets have an all new five tier system for both the one day and park hopper tickets so uh this is uh this replaces the old value regular and peak system pricing that they had uh so pretty much that means for the this is remember this is just for the one day tickets uh so pretty much there are now uh, there are now five different prices uh 
uh, depending on the date, uh, instead of three. So you, there's going to be five different sets of prices. And the, the kind of most, the, the ridiculous thing is that the resort's most expensive one-day ticket has now surpassed $200. So I think it was, the, it came in at $209. So think about that. The most expensive one-day ticket for Walt Disney World uh, at the Magic Kingdom is a hundred and or sorry, one hundred and fifty-nine dollars. So Disneyland is a whopping fifty dollars more, which is insane. Like people are really upset about this because Disneyland—it's a great park, but it is kind of small. Like Magic Kingdom is much bigger than Disneyland, and people are like, "Is that a good value of even going for two hundred dollars to for there for the one day?" Like. It's kind of insane. Like, uh, it's, I don't know if I would do that for, for one day if it was a, um, so like, that, again, the $209 is when it's, like, peak pricing. So, like, probably, uh, like, Christmas or spring break or Easter. Like, you're not going to get that price too often, but, like, man, that is a lot because a lot of people are going to want to go during that time, but probably not anymore. They're going to see that $200 and just say, no, I'm a... Okay, I think I'm going to not do that. So, um, so yeah, I found that to be pretty, pretty interesting. Um, so, yeah, the, the prices on the one-day tickets have increased 3% um, on the, the peak to upper tier one-day per park tickets uh, and 3 to 5% on the one-day park hoppers. Uh, so they, they have increased a little bit there. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> Um, and then the multi-day ticket price uh, increased uh, anywhere from uh, three to six six percent for like a three-day park hopper, uh, or for to a five-day one park per day park hopper. And, and I don't think you need a five-day park hopper or five-day ticket to Disneyland and California Adventure. I think my my advice is I think I think a three-day park hopper is like perfect if you want to like explore the parks at a leisurely pace try to explore everything uh between california adventure and disneyland i think a three-day park hopper is a, a great option um, i don't have the exact price for that in front of me um but that's what i recommend but you could definitely do it in a two-day park hopper as well but if you want like the just just kind of casual go about it just yeah, i would recommend the three um uh, so that's that. Um, but the, the the last thing is, so uh, I, I I think I've talked about Max Pass recently over at Disneyland um, because I was talking about how um, there's a couple of new rides uh, that are getting it, the the new Max Pass and Disney Fast Pass uh, over in Disneyland. And Max Pass is like how you use you get your Fast Pass through the app, the Disneyland app. That's how you get Max Pass. So when it first premiered, uh, it was at ten dollars. Uh, and then when it, um, it had it increased sometime last year to $15, well, the Max Pass got uh, another increase as well to uh, $20. So that's a $5 increase, which is that's a pretty big jump. So, I mean, is it going to keep jumping like $5 every time? Like, that's, that's a lot. Like, I know I have some friends that are going, and you're probably listening to the show now. I think you know who you are. But I kept telling them, like, yeah, get like $15 is totally worth worth it for for getting the max packs because it saves you so much time in the parks like I 
I really highly recommend Max, uh, the Max Pass. But now, like if you're go if there's two of you, that's forty dollars per day added on to your ticket prices already. So that's an extra uh, forty dollars. But if you have a two day, that's 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 eighty dollars. So that's to me, to me, it's still worth it getting the Max Pass. So. Again, I'm just going to kind of clarify how the Fast Pass works at Disneyland. If you're just not familiar at all, you can still get Fast Fast uh, Fast Pass for free. You could still go up to the ride, like say go to Space Mountain, you go up to a kiosk, you get a printed ticket with a time to come back. You could still do that for free. Max Pass, you can do that on your phone without having to walk to and from the attractions, similar to how Walt Disney World works. So Say once you scan your fast pass, you uh, you you check into your your ride, and then you're ready to go. You can now make another fast pass right on your phone. You don't have to like go to another attraction to to get your fast pass. So uh, Max Packs just really helps with maximizing your time at Disneyland, which uh, I think is great. But yeah, like I said, it is twenty dollars now, so you really have to think about it. It's something you want to do, but if you're really trying to cut costs, uh, you can obviously get fast pass for free so so that was a, another thing that it increased over at disneyland so um and i was gonna i was gonna do the disneyland a bit later but uh i'm on the the news of fast pass right now so uh i do i do want to talk about uh something quickly with disneyland news so before i get there um to wrap up the ticket price increase um so these prices, I don't know if I said it, but these prices are in effect right now. So if you try to purchase tickets, you're going to see these new prices um, uh, right now over on the Disney World and Disneyland website. But you didn't hear from me. Uh, I remember last year, I knew some people that were thinking about buying the annual pass. Uh, then they, the ticket prices for or the annual prices prices increased they called up disney and did a little bit of complaining maybe not so much complaining but talking to them um and fortunately they were able to get the price uh for the previous the previous price for the annual pass so i'm not you didn't hear from me maybe you want to try that out maybe don't i don't know i'm just going to put it out there but uh yeah it's unfortunate that the ticket prices are increasing and since it's so early in the year i wonder if we're gonna see another one this year like will we see one in like october or november i mean walt disney world there's nothing too big opening this year like we're not getting any new lands we're getting a few new rides but uh, i mean i maybe I, I don't know who knows i i don't know how disney how they go about the ticket price increases at all i mean i think disney is just going to keep raising them as long as they keep seeing their attendance go up uh which we i talked about i believe it was on last episode with the yeah it was it was last episode uh at the earnings call they they said that the attendance is still up at the parks so if the attendance is still up that means they're going to keep raising prices because the, they know that uh everything is still in demand like they they know people still want to come to the parks. They're going to keep spending on merchandise. They're going to keep spending on tickets or resort rooms or whatever. People are still going to keep coming. So um, I always say that like use use your wallet. Like how you like just use your wallet. If you don't want to, if you think these prices are ridiculous, don't 
don't go like don't pay for it like that's like that's how disney will it will come across at disney like that's how i see movies so like i'm trying to boycott some movies now like sequels or prequels and stuff because like maybe if I, people stop paying for these things then they'll realize like you don't want them like take star wars for instance like there was uh a, like with solo like solo did not do great at the box office because they realized that not a lot of people actually wanted a solo movie so they realized okay we got to take a step back from this and, and more and there was a lot of negative reaction to last jedi and especially with rise of skywalker there's a lot of negative reaction and people didn't want to see it like they're paying with their wallets like uh and unfortunately like with the new movies like aladdin so i'm going on a tangent now but aladdin they just announced that there's going to be a, a sequel to the new aladdin live action film because that made over a billion dollars this past year but it was a pretty mediocre film so i want to next time when this movie comes out i'm going to pay with my wallet and not go see aladdin in the theaters that's just that's how i'm kind of equating equating it to this i'm a sucker for disney i'm going to keep paying this uh but if you feel that these prices aren't fair then i i agree with you yeah it's getting a little ridiculous but uh yeah just 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 don't pay with them and maybe it'll send disney a message so um i'm interested to see on the next earning call in a few months to see how this has affected anything so all right, so we're gonna we're gonna move on from the ticket price increases. I think I've been talking for 15, 20 minutes on that now. I told you, not a lot of news stories this week, but that was like a really big news story to the the cover for both Disneyland and Disney World. So, um, I'm gonna move on over to the to Disneyland real quick, where there's just a couple of news items, um, and the one I would I do want to mention because I was talking about Max Pass before, but like I mentioned uh, last week or. Yeah, so the past two weeks, I've talked about how uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run was coming to Walt Disney World uh, for the Fast Pass Plus. Well, the good thing is now the uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run over at Disneyland is now going to be offered through the Disney Fast Pass and the Disney Max Pass over at the Disneyland Resort. So. Uh, they posted a blog article about it, but there was no useful information on it. There's, there, they didn't announce when um, it was going to happen. That it was just coming. Um, so there's no date for uh, for that uh, to be announced just yet. Um, so I do want to mention one thing because I got a note from CJ, who uh, hopefully you know CJ. She's been on the past um, on the show in the past. She had a trip report a few weeks ago, but. Uh, she specializes in Disneyland. She's there all the time, um, and she wanted. To, she made a comment about uh, some of the news items that I, I talked about last week, which is, which is that Monsters Inc. Mike and Sully to the rescue uh, in Disneyland Adventure, uh, as well as Autotopia in Disneyland Park. How both of them um, are now on the Fast Pass systems over there. Um, so she. Uh, she she went there. She went to the Mike and Sully uh, to the rescue, which is a dark ride over there, and she was using the fast pass. Um, but she was saying that it still might be better to use the buddy system. Uh, that might be a better option for that ride or a buddy the buddy pass system. So there's a, a bunch of rides over there. I believe like Toy Story Mania is included in that. Um, so she mentioned the buddy pass and i thought i knew what it was but i actually didn't so this is actually a new thing for me uh what i didn't i didn't even realize that disneyland had this so 
Uh, maybe this will be a learning experience for you, but Disney has this thing called the Buddy Pass system, uh, which is a separate line for uh, certain attractions, and that helps cast members fill single rows that might not be used, uh, especially to like a large group. So it's it's kind of similar to a single rider line, um, but this is actually meant for like small groups. So uh, it's available for parties one two or a, a small party of two adults and a child um so that means in like the the mike and sully's to the rescue it's a dark ride so you can fit that small amount of people in a row because i think there's like a couple rows um uh within the, the 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 attraction i can't remember or within the ride vehicles i can't remember exactly but like um i thought that was uh very interesting so um what this option does is it puts you into a completely different line and again it puts you on the ride hopefully sometime sooner similar to single rider lines but again cast members do not guarantee that you'll get on the ride quicker um than usual so i yeah i had no idea that that was like a, a separate system that was being used over there at disneyland that's completely new to me so long story short uh cj was saying she still recommends using possibly the the buddy pass uh, for Mike and Sully's to the rescue uh, if you're looking to even use a fast pass over there So maybe use the buddy pass instead of the fast pass for Mike Monsters Inc Mike and Sully to the rescue It's a pretty cute ride if you've never been on it. It's a dark ride. It pretty much reenacts um, the Monsters Inc story, which is uh, Yeah, pretty cool. So so yeah, that's the the big news uh, from Disneyland this week that Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run will be coming soon through Disney Fast Pass. So, CJ, I want to thank you for that note. And if anyone else has any like uh, any thoughts or anything like that, please reach out to me. You can send me an email directly at matt at excesspresspodcast.com or you can send me a message directly through Instagram on at at excesspresspodcast. So, thank you for that. Um, and then, uh, I want to announce one other thing that's happening over there. So, uh, I think, I can't remember, I believe I've talked about this maybe a few weeks ago or a while ago. I can't remember exactly, but there is a new parade that is coming to Disneyland as well. It is a new daytime parade and it's actually debuting February 28th. So only a couple weeks from today, uh, I believe that's tomorrow's the 14th. Yeah. So a couple weeks from Friday, it's debuting. Uh, this is a yeah, just a brand new uh, daytime parade, and it actually looks pretty cool. They released some concept art for it, um, but one of the things they announced was that there is a new dining package that it, uh, that is coming out with the parade over there. So Disneyland's Plaza Inn is now accepting reservations for a, a, a dining package that comes. Uh, it's a lunch dining package. Um, and it also comes with reserved viewing of the new Magic Happens Parade. Um, I can't even, did I even mention the parade name? I don't remember if I said it earlier, but it's called the Magic Happens Parade. Um, so what this includes is a one lunch entree, uh, one drink, and then a voucher for access to uh, exclusive view uh, to an exclusive viewing area for the parade. Um, so it does come with a set lunch. I've never been to Plaza Inn, but it sounds like it's similar to like uh, Liberty Tree Tavern. I don't know if you've ever eaten there at Walt Disney World, but it's like kind of like a Thanksgiving um, type restaurant where it's, yeah. Anyway, so Plaza Inn, uh, adults will be served uh, slow cooked short rib, 
uh, with chimichurra, a fried chicken thigh, pesto mashed potatoes, seasonal roasted seasonal vegetables. Wow, cannot speak. Roasted seasonal vegetables, uh, corn relish, and a dessert. And for the kids, uh, they'll be getting the fried chicken tenders, mashed potatoes, corn relish, and a choice of applesauce, baby carrots, dessert, and a small Dasani water or low-fat milk. Um, and then there are also vegetarian options upon request. So, uh, and then once you're done eating your meal, you can then head on over to the viewing area that Disney has reserved for you, and you can watch the brand new Magic Happens floats. Um, so this dining package for adults is $40, and then it is $24 or $25 for children between three and nine, uh, between ages three and nine. And it does accept annual pass holder discounts. Um, so the best opportunity to see uh, parade, make sure you do lunch reservations. They are available between 1 p.m. and 3:30, but and uh, you can check in up to 15 minutes prior to your reservation. So you can make those dining reservations today over on the Disneyland website or in the Disneyland app, or you can call them as well at 714-781-DINE. Um, so. I, sorry, it's, it's, my, my cold is getting to the best of me here, but, um, what was I going to say? So, uh, I've always been a really big fan of the, of dining packages. Like I've done them a few times and I think it's great. Cause I always like dining in the parks anyways. I know I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but I'll mention it again. Like I, I've always, I've always like, we always like dining in the parks. And if there is a time where like, I want to see a nighttime show, like, I don't mind getting the dining package because I know that I'm going to want to see that nighttime show, for instance. So like in the past, we've done, um, what do we do? A Fantasmic dining package over at Hollywood Studios. We even did the uh, World of Color dining package uh, over at Disneyland uh, or at the uh, California Adventure Park. And I mentioned in the past that World of Color is by far the best nighttime attraction or nighttime show that any of the Disney parks have, well, at least Disneyland and Disney World. I love the that nighttime show and uh, well worth it. So this is actually a pretty good deal. So if you're thinking about eating lunch and you want a special reserve spot for the parade, like check this out. I think that's a pretty pretty good deal um, to me. Like this is something that I'd be interested in um, if if I liked parades. Um, but if maybe if it was something else, but I, I think this is a pretty good deal if you want to check out that new parade and a lot of people just love checking out the parades and Hey, this will give you a prime spot for the parade. So, uh, so yeah, that is the magic happens dining package, which you can now get over at Disneyland. Um, all right. So the last news item in, uh, that I got today uh, we are hopping back over to Walt Disney World. So today they released um, some information about uh, what they are doing for the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. So uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Park will be hosting a multi-day celebration. And they have a lot of cool stuff going on. And it honestly like makes me want to go down and visit the park during, during this time. Because it's actually pretty cool. So... Uh, between April 18th and April uh, 22nd, uh, Disneyland's uh, uh, Disney World's uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Park uh, will be having uh, multiple special activities and entertainment. Um, and there's going to be an all-day extravaganza on 
Earth Day itself on April 22nd. So each day there's going to be a lineup of uh, expert speakers and entertainment, uh, behind the scene tours. Uh, there's going to be a lot of food, specialty food and beverages, uh, limited edition merchandise signings, character greetings, photo opportunities, and special wilderness explorers uh, activities for the kids and a lot more. Um, they're going to be having Wild by Nature speaker series, uh, which means they're going to have um, animal experts that work at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, the, there's going to be animal specter, uh, experts, educators, and uh, conservation heroes at the park's theater in the wild where you can learn about Disney's own conservation uh, and how they are working with experts to save the planet and its wildlife. So there's going to have speakers over there that you can check that out. And then they're also inviting, uh, they're working with National Geographic, um, working with the explorers and photographers who will share their stories from their explore, uh, explorations, uh, talking about the, their wildlife photography and video techniques and uh, showcasing how they get some of those like crazy never before seen images and footage like I'm I love photography and videography and I would love to check out one of these series because that just sounds so cool uh, so you could check that out as well that's going to be part of the roster for the wild by nature speaker series um, and then last year they did this where Joe Rode who is the one of the Walt Disney Imagineers he pretty much helped design Animal Kingdom and a lot more um, he's going to be back to doing Tiffin Talk, so pretty much you're going to get a four-course meal and a live discussion with Joe talking about his research trips, uh, personal exhibitions, and a lot more. Um, I know a friend of the show, I believe a friend of the show, Melissa, was the one that went last year into this talk and did it, and she said it was fantastic, if I remember correctly. Um, so registration, if you want to do that uh, dining experience, uh, the registration for that experience will begin on February 18th. So mark your calendars if you want to try to do that because that will probably be sold out pretty quickly. Um, that will probably be expensive. So probably uh, I think you'll have to pay a few hundred dollars for that. Um, and then they're going to be showing um, first look at Disney nature films that are be premiering on Disney+. Plus. Um, there's going to be an all-new animation experience over at the Conservation Station. So you'll be able to do special characters for the Earth Day celebration. So um, this is, so Earth Day 2020, like I said, this is the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, but it also happens to be the 25th anniversary of the Disney Conservation Fund. So Disney, the Walt Disney Company, is committed to ensuring a, a world where wild, wildlife is thriving and nature is treasured. And the fun has been a um, has been a huge part of that effort, uh, especially over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So, um, as part of the celebration, the Disney Conservation Fund will showcase 25 global wildlife heroes, many of whom will present their stories from the field and recount incredible moments from their work, um, saving at-risk wildlife around the world, from elephants and rhinos in Africa to Tamarins uh, and Anteaters in South America. Um, so be sure to look out for all, all of that information because they don't have it up just yet, but I'm sure they're going to have a roster of how you can see all of that stuff. So very, very exciting. Um, so yeah, so that is just some of the things that they have coming to Earth Day 2020. A lot of great stuff. And this, honestly, it makes me want to book like a last-minute trip to 
to go check this out because that's going to be some really exciting stuff. And I would love to hear from the National Geographic photographers just to hear a lot about what they do over there. And um, I've been... Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of the website Masterclass, but you can actually learn from, you can learn skills from celebrities. And I'm learning from a outdoor photographer right now named Jimmy Chin. I got his Masterclass as a present for, for my wife for Christmas. And uh, he is just, he's worked with Nat Geo uh, a lot. So I've been learning kind of his process and how he's worked with Nat Geo and how he does outdoor photography. And it's, it's, it's really cool. So this that's an experience that i would absolutely love to do and hopefully um i, I don't think it's going to happen because uh, i'm i'm going away a couple weeks after to i have another trip coming up after that not to not to disney or anything like that but i just don't think it's going to work out my schedule but i feel like one of these years i'm going to have to make sure that for earth day i'm in i'm in disney world so because uh, they're putting out some pretty pretty incredible stuff so all right. Well, that is, I've been talking for, man, 35 minutes straight probably. And my, man, my voice is hoarse. I really need to rest it. Um, so, but that is, that's all the news. Uh, I mean, there's smaller news items that are happening around Disney World, but those are the major things that are happening. Uh, the ticket price increases, the fast passes over at Disneyland, and of course the Animal Kingdom Park celebrating uh, Earth Day. So, um, so yeah, some, so for some scheduling for the next couple weeks, uh, next week you'll have another news episode, uh, and then I am going away on vacation. Um, and then you'll have, uh, in two weeks you'll have two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks you'll have, um, a, an interview with a cast member. So you're going to have uh, someone will be joining us talking about their time working at the Disney park so that we have that coming back. I'll have that episode for when I am gone. Uh, and then when I get back, you'll hear a trip report from me. So uh, remember, I am not going to the Disney parks, but I am going on a trip uh, to uh, Alani, a, a Disney resort. So I'm, I'm super excited for that. Um, so that's some of the scheduling for the next couple weeks. Um, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in for this week's guys. But uh, so that's that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so. Uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, or pretty much, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. We're we're everywhere. So, and if you can over on Apple Podcasts, hey, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. You could check out all of our episodes at excesspresspodcast.com, and you can follow me on social media at excesspresspodcast. Um, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and then you could shoot me an email at excess, uh, Matt at excesspresspodcast.com and let me know if you have any questions at all over there. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage. <laughs>